Hello and welcome back to Bloomberg Crypto. My name is James Gore and this video is for the 31st of May 2020, end of the month. Very interesting end of the month as well. I'm going to be jumping in to some general crypto news, some technical analysis, some um, learning lessons from trading and uh, just celebrating some success from the group we have. So before we do start, some going to do a shameless plug if you go to bullenbearcrypto.com you will get free trade alerts now uh, from me and these are via email sent to your inbox and these are kind of the free highest of the high trade alerts so i filter through coins every day all day and I usually have a batch um, these ones are probably the, the creme de la creme that the coins will receive. So do take a look at that. So bullenbearcrypto.com forward slash insider. I will be setting up a Telegram group because I know some people do like the simplicity of just having Telegram and the alerts, etc. popping in there. will also be free. I'm just trying to understand and manage a few things. Had an old Telegram group getting that kind of deleted because it was hijacked um, just due to my inactivity over there um, during a period but do go to the website because that's where most of everything I produce will be coming out from in the near future so anyway moving on uh, just because I posted this on Twitter recently two two great things I really think it's worth watching and sharing one by that martini guy um, he produced a video on Supperman Oh dear, some some comments have been hidden. But he produced a video on Softman. It's just talking about uh, his return, his shilling, his basically scamming. I would say if there's anyone that's new to cryptocurrency and mention this guy, mentions this guy's name, um, it would be worth just sending them this video because it gives a really good overview of what he does, how he makes his money, um, and how he's kind of scamming people shilling coins, which have no fundamental analysis i think there's a, there's a bit of a line that needs to be drawn in terms of firstly if you are going to recommend things to people kind of being honest with them or not just shilling things for the sake of having people buy your shit uh, which you know some people i guess could arguably say is what all crypto influencers do which i guess would fall into the category of but you know i think you can kind of tell when someone is just kind of trying to scam you the second thing is i called out two coins today on twitter I haven't done the charts because it's just faster to do the coins because I've got quite a bit to do every day. Um, so Engine, take a look at and VeChain, take a look at basically. We're looking for, for a test on Engine, which I'll talk about a bit on the, the charts in the video today. Bit of a Twitter feed, uh, stream here, but I'll get into that a bit today. So let's talk about Bitcoin. Um, Bitcoin is range trading. If you remember my last video or the video before, I was mentioning how the alt season would really kick into gear when Bitcoin would start trading sideways. Uh, and trading in a range and it has been doing that for a bit of time now price goes up price goes down price goes up price goes down but it's generally between 88,000 to 10k roughly speaking I think the most recent low we saw was a low of $8,632 looking at Coinbase, the Coinbase charts most recent high as well was $9,896 so you know we're kind of kind of ping-ponging back and forth what I'll do is move, I'll move this horizontal line uh, just to the low here as well um, just to kind of give a bit of an idea if you notice on my chart I no longer have green or red candles I have technically they are the colors of my logo for the channel but also it's been really nice looking at the chart from a not a 
stop or go position just seeing price go up and price go down because it does give a bit of a shift in perspective on how you perceive the charts because red red candles can be seen to be bearish but they're not bearish given the current situation circumstances see how they close etc etc um you can have bullish red candles so just changing the colors on my chart have been really useful i actually used to do this before i was using trading view when i was uh, trading well equities basically um but it's been really useful so what am I expecting to see more of just more sideways trading, more ping ponging between this range until we get a significant break or a significant higher high and a close above? You know, I'm not expecting too much. Um, it's, it's more of a case of paying attention at the altcoin markets uh, at the moment because it seems like alt season has really kicked into gear. So let's talk about engine because I want engine to get some focus and I'll talk about some successes we've had. Um, in the group, some of the people that have been testing out my website as well, which I really appreciate, guys, because I know uh, you've been giving me feedback, which is cool um, to kind of help tweak things. Um, so engine, engine, <laughs> engine's at a really key level at the moment. The reason why I say this is because we had some lovely previous price history around this range right now. Also, if I turn on volume profile visible range, one of my favorite indicators, one of my favorite tools to kind of help find depth versus key levels because what I tend to do is I look at support and resistance very simple strategy then I look at other indicators can help find what support and resistance levels are going to be most important and that is based on price action of candles that's based on volume profile visible range because you can see the highest and lowest volume nodes you can see the area down value area up as well and that's really useful because it gives you, it's, it's so easy having a visual representation that's co uh, uh, coalescing where you're placing levels of support and resistance or ranges of support and resistance on the chart. Okay. And right now with engine, we're seeing the same thing. So engine had a recent high. Fantastic. It's been on an uptrend since August 19th, trending upwards, trending upwards, trending upwards, some more significant moves, then a retrace, losing almost all the value, significant move retrace you know losing almost all of the significant value significant then we had another move not so much of a retrace another move um lost about 50 percent of that and then we've had another move so now it's kind of a case of engines looking much stronger yes it's been overcooked um yes it's been oversold but if you take a look at the rsi and look at where we've had the most significant retraces on the charts it's where it's been oversold with at least uh, 80 so 80 rsi and above i'd say pay close attention to with engine but right now all i'm looking for with engine if we zoom in is i'm looking for this range of 19,000 to 2000 satoshis i'd say probably close to the lower side more likely 19,090 uh, that kind of lower level just because um, I had a previous level of support of resistance here, which we broke above recently. Um, that's why this horizontal line is here. We smashed above it quite recently and then price is retracing almost completely on that move, which is absolutely fine. But what I'm looking for is a retest because if we have a significant retest, we could see a new higher high, which could potentially be, you know, 40% move or over a 30% move. Okay. If I was going to really, really kind of dial things in, I'd probably say it 
more on the 40% side if we were going to see a high and a high high. So what we're looking for is just maintaining some sideways trading or nice response to this range. We have volume profile visible range indicating to us that this is a really key level in terms of or key area to kind of pay attention to in terms of uh, support. So if we can kind of, it seems like we're probably more likely to sideways trade if we if we see lower levels, but if we can maintain this level, strong arguing that engine is going to see a nice pump and possibly even go parabolic, which if we do see, it'd be quite interesting. Um, what's the other one on coin I mentioned on Twitter? I mentioned VeChain. I love VeChain. VeChain, from a fundamental perspective, is one of those standout projects that I think has a lot of potential. A lot of potential. And I've been talking about VeChain probably for three years now. Um, maybe two and a half. Um, but, you know, VeChain has just seen a bit of a move from its recent lows. Um, it's coming into the first kind of serious resistance and again a bit of a similar story if we can if we can break above the current resistance level retest and go higher then we'd like to see some serious moves from vchain i'm talking about touching our recent highs so that would be a 13 percent move to the most recent high and then if we break above that so that's a hundred percent move so that'd be you know a lovely a lovely gain and i'm talking about this in the current couple of months guys with these coins because um it does depend on you know what bitcoin's doing it does depend on the current alt season but realistically speaking um, i'm going to touch upon this in the news article later on in the show most of the gains to be made from this market if you're trading is going to be found from altcoins and it's always the way if you're a trader you're looking to make money on the way up you're looking to make money on the way down um, you're not married to any coin or position or arguments. Um, it's really worth worth trading these coins. And you may be trading it for USD, it may be trading it for you know Bitcoin. But for me personally, there's a lot of a lot of potential here in the immediate future uh, with VeChain. So anyway, um, let's quickly talk about some successes. So I mentioned in the Slack group T Fuel. Um, just offhand that it might be worth watching T Fuel just because it's a lagging coin when theta's moving. I've actually checked in on T Fuel today, but um, a lot of people in the group jumped in as well and made some nice gains on it. I made a bit of a mistake, which I mentioned on the website, um, and that was exiting too early with this coin. And part of the reason why I did that was to try to not be greedy. And because I was because I was leaving the computer, and because you know we were basically ent entering a, an area of the chart where there was previous price history and it was likely to be a kind of hurdle for resistance. What I should have done is place a trading stop because I basically missed out on possibly another forty percent of a move. Um, but I I I made this much about one hundred and forty, probably hundred, roughly one hundred and forty percent gain on that on that single move which you know i know some people like to do it risk to reward ratio but i mean that's 20 27r so you know it's pretty pretty damn good for you know something that was lagging so with with theta and t fuel um we're probably going to see something similar but not too not too volatile just because generally speaking when we have moves like this on very on especially the most liquid shit coins um, whether a shitcoin or not, I I say shitcoin in jest. Anything that's not Bitcoin is shitcoin, as a joke. Um, any altcoin. Um, generally speaking, when we see a move like this, 
it, it takes a long time before we see another move like this. And usually it's a lower high anyway. So I'd be very patient. I wouldn't expect T-Fuel to go, go crazy again, anything like we saw previously, but we could see maybe 50, 60% gains um, in the not too distant future. Okay, let's let's talk about the charts, okay? So back on the, when did I post this charts? May 20th, I posted about Cardano, ADA BTC, which you can see here. Um, I mentioned that, you know, 94% potential move, 8R trade, entry at 570 Satoshis, play out this chart, it's currently almost, let's see, just because, 55% up on this trade. So it's a fantastic one. I have mentioned it in the videos in the past, I have mentioned it on, the t on Twitter as well. I know I'm not posting the charts with all the coins I mentioned, but it is worth kind of just following on Twitter, just so you don't miss out on things, because I usually, usually most, once I've, so the thing is, I'm, so just to, just to talk about my trading, I'm generally a swing trader. I'm generally trying to have a nice balance of trading and walking and being away from the computer. And I'm, especially now, more than ever, I'm, I'm trying to be as disciplined as possible. Now there's been, so with a T-Fuel trade, it's a prime example of how I was overly disciplined and too rigid and inflexible because it meant that just by sticking to my game plan when I started that trade, um, I missed out on more greater gains. But the good thing is, is it's a good habit to have, especially if um, you've had a break from trading um, full time, which I have uh, been focusing on other things, um, or if you've starting to make losses or become too emotional, which sometimes can happen. So, um, if you take a look at uh, this chart, I can't remember what my original point was. Um, I can't remember my original point, unfortunately. Apologies, guys. Um, anyway, the point is, the point is anyway, this uh, my my current trading setup. There we go. So most of the time, what I'm doing is I'm mostly putting in swing tra swing trade position positions with really good uh, return. Uh, potential return based on technicals, but it does mean there's a, there's a strong time factor involved. It means I have to stay in trades for quite a considerable amount of time. Um, for example, I've been in the waves trade for a while and it's been really slow. And it's one of those coins that while the whole market was going crazy, I absolutely refused to close because I knew it was going to do something um, because that was what my argument was. I hadn't been stepped out, stopped out, and it was a bit of a, it's a bit of a pain watching a lot of coins I also did TA on um, pop and I prioritized waves for whatever reason I did at the time, can't remember. But the point is that I, I'm, I'm committed to certain positions, but I'll still post on Twitter and other places coins that I would would enter if I had have had had more equity available. Um, but most of it's committed to particular trades anyway, so I can't do that. But um, can't enter those positions, but I'll still post the coins for you guys. But I'll usually, when I'm walking away from the computer, because I'm, I'm not, I wouldn't be actively trading, because I'm already committed to most positions. Um, usually monitoring trades on the go on my mobile, um, just to see how they're going. Um, and I'll just look at the charts and I'll just scan the charts and I'll tweet something out to you guys. So it'd be like an offhand, it'd be like an offhand coin, random coin. So it is worth just kind of. Uh, paying attention sometimes to Twitter, which is my main point anyway. Uh, so that's one trade. Another trade is Engine, and not Engine, Enigma. Um, so entry at 2,601 Satoshis. Order got filled, just got filled. Same with Cardano. I think with Cardano, I, I was, I think it was a one Satoshi. 
or, two, or a few Satoshis away from not getting filled. Um, but trade's going well so far. It's up, let's see, 30%. So pretty decent, pretty decent. Um, but the point is, a lot of these coins are in a very similar pattern. And, you know, I've been thinking about this alt season right now. Pretty much all my trades except Doge, which hasn't moved at all. Um, I think there may have been one more that got stopped out. IRLC um, stopped out. Um, all my trades for the past three weeks or so um, have been profitable, which probably means you can throw money at anything at the moment and make money if you're patient. Um, so even if, if you're not the best trader, um, you could probably do pretty well right now. So the reason why I'm saying that is it probably means that this alt season is going to be getting, uh, could be slowing down relatively soon. Um, just because the more savvy traders will probably be clearing out the market. Um, so that's something to bear in mind. Um, or, I, or, or I'm just having a, a good streak at the moment. That's possible as well. But if you do look at the market, most coins are up to some degree, which is interesting. And usually what happens is um, the market will continue like this, continue like this, continue like this. And then suddenly Bitcoin will just shit on everything and do really well. Everything else will be down and then kind of flip flop between between the both. And that's both. And that's when Bitcoin will be really taking off. So but that's something to consider just based on previous history, previous experience in this market. Uh, so what else is there in terms of trading? Can I touch upon Ethereum is doing well today as well. Um, Ethereum. Let's check out Ethereum versus BTC. F versus BTC. Is there anything else I've missed? Um, so I look at this at the on the daily. Let's zoom into the hourly time frame. Just looks like we're forming a bit of a triangle pattern. Had initial impulse, the move. Um, looking like it's relatively oversold. If we can hold these levels and continue sideways trade, likely to have a break to the upside, and we can see another move to the upside. Um, that's completely reasonable with what with what Bitcoin is doing at the moment. Um, you can see that happening. Um, if I turn on volume profile visible range, are we going to face any significant resistance coming up? Zoom out to the daily, the daily time frame, and. What's very interesting is we're still in this triangle pattern. So, you know, Ethereum's yet to break out of it. So we could either see um, a break of it relatively soon. Looks like it's almost broken out of it, to be fair. Could see a break of it relatively soon, but it looks like Ethereum's likely to face some kind of resistance at the 25935 Satoshi mark, just because it's one of the highest volume nodes are in this area. And if we do break above, it'd probably be uh more more room to move um but that's it for the ta section guys um if you would like those free trade alerts again go to bullenbearcrypto.com join the email list you get free trade alerts coming to your inbox and you'll get the link to the telegram channel as well if you do like telegram so let's move on so let's talk about some news Goldman Sachs slams Bitcoin, Coinbase welcomes high rollers. I'm sure some of you that have been paying attention to the markets have seen uh, a report by Goldman Sachs talking about where Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies fall in terms of an investment opportunity or even if it's its own asset class. And fundamentally, the consensus they came to, which, which I'll touch upon in a sec, was that 
they cannot advise any of their investors or Goldman Sachs to jump into something where the price goes up based on new people buying because that's ultimately a pyramid scheme. And that's what they saw see cryptocurrencies as. There's no uh, underlying um, underlying business structure or, or way that it should be generating cash. And that, that's completely fine. Completely fine. Um, what is hilarious is how in a report from 2014 classified Bitcoin from Goldman Sachs as well, but one of the, one of the experts as uh, com completely differently. So, so um, what I would do is pay attention to behavior rather than what they actually say. Because we had a similar situation with JP Morgan uh, back in 2017 where Jamie Dimon very publicly was without being prompted talking about bitcoin and basically was part of the reason bitcoin price was dumping because it was a public figure from the traditional finance space talking negatively about bitcoin um seeing it saying it's a scam etc etc but on the flip side of that a subsidiary company of jp morgan was buying up tons of bitcoin so it's it's very interesting to just pay attention to the behavior of what the company says versus what they do so i'd probably say the same thing is worth doing with um uh goldman sachs but to be honest based on on you know how they approach the markets the economic models and theories are based on the existing financial system existing economic system and it's based on a system where you you target inflation there are alternative economic models for cap for capitalist societies as well. I'm not talking about you know communism or anything like that. Um, alternative capitalist models that you know are, are just just um, that also have theories behind them that haven't been tested as 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 much as the current system. So it's it's no surprise that they kind of have this position. Um, but all it's doing is there, you know, there, there is a, and I've seen this um, on Twitter. It's very interesting. It is all anecdotal evidence. But what they're doing is they're basically telling their customers that cryptocurrencies aren't worth investing in at the moment or at all. However, a lot of their customers are interested in investing in cryptocurrencies. So they're just going directly to the source, which is cryptocurrency space. So it's very interesting, but. Um, I think we're probably quite a far a far way off. I'd probably say a few years before we start seeing the likes of Goldman or JP Morgan publicly speaking positively about cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin in general. Um, next up. So got to love some Peter Schiff news. So Peter Schiff says, Wales need lots of fools to get rid of their Bitcoin holdings, Peter Schiff says. So I just want to talk a bit about how Wales operate in these markets, if you're not aware because whales do move markets because they do um but you have to kind of have a bit of an idea as to how so we have ty winkervoss on twitter say day after goldman sachs says don't buy bitcoin bitcoin is up 500 dollars. that's kind of irrelevant really because you know prices are volatile doesn't mean anything um but peter shift then says probably due to whales like you manipulating the price higher to downplay the significance of the bad news the supply of greater fools is running low and is unlikely to include enough institutional investors to keep the pyramid scheme going so peter shift is saying that you know whales are pumping the price of bitcoin so that people jump into bitcoin the only issue with that is there's a cost to doing so 
as a cost of doing so and bitcoin whales will be holding bitcoin now for 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 whales to actually get their orders filled they need to they can't they can't just place all their entire order on on an exchange if they're not doing over the counter trading because there'll be so much slippage um that the actual price they get for what they're looking to to, to make an entry for in the market uh will be quite there'll be quite a disparity it means they're not getting the most of their for, for the entry of their, their funds they're not preserving their capital uh, when making an entry so generally speaking what they do is they make lots of little orders and do push the, and sometimes push the market in one direction to trap people either bulls or bears um or to stop hunt get their orders filled over a period of time and then they move the market in the opposite direction direction they wanted to go so they usually push the price for example if, if a whale wants long bitcoin um because they think bitcoin's going to go higher they'd start driving down the price of bitcoin uh and you probably see lots of i mean to take a look on the chart if you know the bart pattern this is a prime example of it um they'd push the price down see lots of spikes and then, then they'd get all their orders filled then they'd kind of just leave it and then the price would start to recover and pump back up and then start buying Bitcoin. The last order would likely be a push up and then you'd start seeing the price of Bitcoin significantly drive uh, drive up in the direction they're looking to, to go and then they'd probably start selling as well. So those are the traders. The thing is, uh, the problem with what Peter Schiff is saying is currently, from if you look at the fundamentals on the Bitcoin network, there have never been more uh, wallets, more addresses with... Um, one bitcoin one btc holding so from if you just look at it you know the analytics what he's saying isn't actually true it's just fundamentally wrong so it's just factually wrong so um it's all well and good saying these things and you know he probably believes it as well but the facts you know would say something else so it's really worth paying attention to the number of you know what it addresses um, it's not too significant, but it's worth just being aware of. And then also understanding the number of wallet addresses that have one BTC in, and then the number of wallet addresses that have one BTC in that BTC in that ha haven't moved or sold Bitcoin, um, because that's really important. And that that's just co constantly on the increase, especially this last uh, month month or so. Okay, so I was going to mention this as well. Uh, altcoins outpace Bitcoin in broad crypto rally. Cardano and Ethereum are the biggest gainers. Uh, no surprises here. Um, you know, we are in the alt season and generally speaking, what happens, like I said, is Bitcoin will range trade, sideways trade, price will go up, price will go down, but essentially it's trading within the range. And that gives room for the alts to breathe. So a lot of the altcoins start to really pump in price. People feel more comfortable investing in the altcoins. And it's kind of a signal that, you know, we're having a cooling off period with Bitcoin. Let's jump in the altcoins and start trading them. That's exactly what happens. So this is what's happening now. This is why we're seeing some coins with 30, 40% uh, gains over the course of a few days. This is why we're seeing some coins with 10, 15, 20% gains in the course of a day. This is why we see coins like T-Fuel or what was another good one? Um, can't remember. There was another good coin, Theta as well. Of course, Theta. Theta token going absolutely crazy. Um, that's why we're seeing such significant moves in, in during this time. Just because uh, it is a nice cooling off period for BTC. Most people can jump into the altcoins. Um, so yeah, 
Moving on to the last piece of news. So Roger Ver claims meeting with head of state regarding Bitcoin Cash national adoption. And he actually did. He met with, um, I think it was Hong Kong's... Um, Hong Kong's, I can't remember. I can't remember. I think it was potentially finance minister. But the the you know, I think I think Bitcoin Cash can have you know some market share. I, I'm not I'm not suggest. I, I, I can imagine a future where Bitcoin Cash exists. It still exists. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying that a lot of these cryptocurrencies will die off versus Bitcoin, but. Truth be told, I can't see that currently. I don't see that because they're still around. Look how long it took for BitConnect to, to die after everyone knew the project, um, the scam ended. Uh, it took ages, ages and ages. Um, so talking about, you know, fundamental adoption and Bitcoin Cash being used or any kind of cryptocurrency being used, um, generally speaking, it's a, it's a good thing whatever the cryptocurrency is, you know, it gives people choice. And ultimately, that's what we want. We're all on the same side here. You know, people arguing in this space is hilarious. But ultimately, everyone in the cryptocurrency space, generally speaking, is on the same side. You know, we're looking to, if you're looking at it from a, you know, what positive benefits can cryptocurrency have for people around the world? Generally, we're all on the same side. So it's very easy to kind of tear down uh, other people who are making developments and yes some people call Roger Ver a known scammer um, a, lot of, a lot of people say a lot of bad things about a lot of people but really sh probably should be focusing on your own stuff and building your own stuff um, but um, the point the, the, the point I wanted to make here is that it's a bit of a tricky place to start making partnerships with especially with the batch of what's happening in Hong Kong um, you know, it's it's it trying to be as um as hard to describe, but but ultimately, with what's going on with Hong Kong, with mainland China, um, and you know the the geopolitical out, you know, you know climate there, um, it's a bit unfortunate that this this partnership's happening in Hong Kong, just because at the same time it's not because you know people might want to have. A means of remittance globally that isn't going to be, um, you know, uh, censored by the state, which is what could potentially happen in the future. Um, so, very interesting stuff. Congrats to Bit Bitcoin Cash um, because it is being, you know, there's greater adoption. I don't think it's going to outpace Bitcoin. I do think Lightning Network is going to be a scaling solution for Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies as well. Um, I do believe there's going to be interoperability between all blockchains in the future, most major blockchains. Um, and in terms of scaling solution, I just don't see uh, Bitcoin Cash being the answer just because there's a trade-off with larger blocks and that is security. So that's my opinion. That is remaining my opinion. So that's it for the video today, guys. Thank you so much for watching. Um, just got in at 30, just over 30 minutes or thanks for listening. If you have any questions, do, don't hesitate to tweet me on Twitter or reach me in new more places or comment below this video. Hope you have an amazing day. I'll speak to you very soon. Wish you guys all the very best.